0: The Dart Depot is proud to be partnering with SENZ to bring you the
1: very best in darts. 180!
0: Talking darts, this is At The Oki on SENZ.
2: Good to everyone, and welcome into at the Ocky here on SENZ. Ben Francis fly, flying solo tonight with uh, my usual co-host, Big Rig Ben Rob currently in the air on the way to Germany for the World Cup of Darts which gets underway Friday New Zealand time but don't worry if you want to hear from the man you'll hear him very shortly I caught up with him and his World Cup teammate Warren Perry over the weekend at the Papakura Cosy Club as a part of the Dart Players New Zealand uh, Pro Tour event and we'll touch on those as well very shortly. Also coming up on the show we talk to the African Warrior, the Devon Peterson, yes Devon Peterson signed with New Zealand's very own Shot Darts to manufacture his darts earlier this year so talk to him about that journey and he will also be representing South Africa at the World Cup and I know he is very excited for that and tomorrow morning around six o'clock the Premier League playoffs get underway I caught up with a man that featured in the inaugural final unfortunately though he did not win that man Colin Jaws Lloyd will also be on to preview that but thanks for listening in and a big thank you to the Dart Depot the Dart Depot is proud to be partnering with SCNZ to bring you the very best in darts now i just wanted to touch on some local news to start things off and how good is it to have local darts back here in new zealand there hadn't been many tournaments played because of the whole coronavirus pandemic trying to organize venues lots of hurdles to get over the line but the last couple of weeks we've had events back and it has been fantastic as you remember, on the last show, we caught up with Bob Wilson, the president of the New Zealand Darts Council, to preview the Canterbury Open. And I will say, Hopai Puhar went on to win that 5-3 over Big Rig Ben Rob. That was one cracking final. And in the women's final, Nicole uh, Reno beat Wendy Harper 4-2 to claim that one. So that was great getting the darts back on there. As I said before, up in Pap- Papakura, the Cosy Club, The Dart Players New Zealand Pro Tour event, those events were back underway. There were two events there on the Saturday and the Sunday. 51 players showed up there on the Saturday. It was a great, great venue. There were lots of talented players there. I made an appearance there myself, did not play. I will go on record and say... I will prepare myself to play at Birkenhead. I think it's in September. So I'm going to start hitting up that practice board soon. Uh, Our Hopaipuha reaching the final is that as well in that first event. This time, though, he lost to Ben Robb. I will say, though, that even though uh, Ben Rob was wearing his green shirt, which if you haven't seen, check out his Facebook page. I love the green shirt, but hope I may. If you are listening, keep rocking that blue shirt. It is awesome. And then Ben went on, and he made the Sunday final. Only 38 players played, but still a good turnout for the first event back since August last year, and his World Cup teammate, Warren Parry, get over the line. I believe the final score in that one was seven legs to five and I caught up with Ben and Warren at the Papa, Papakura Cosy Club to talk about the World Cup of Darts uh, as I said before they are currently on their way to Germany as we speak they bought it on the flight this afternoon so here is our chat with uh, Big Greg Ben Robb and Warren Parry Right, we're here at the uh, Papakura Cosy Club, and I've got with me the World Cup team from New Zealand. We've got Mr. Big Rig Ben Rob, who's ditching me this week to head off to Germany, and we've got Waza, and Harry. How are you guys today?
3: Yeah, just uh, yeah, no good going right, just steady on, steady on, steady on. Got through, got through the qualifying round all right.
0: Yeah, bring just on, wait on the, the main round. Yeah, finish yeah. that off and have a crack. And uh, both boys
2: are getting their last few darts in before they do get off to Germany at the World Cup of Darts. Are you guys excited?
3: Yeah. How are you? Yeah. I want yeah. especially playing with this young fella.
0: I think we'll vibe yeah. well. I think we both kind of understand each other's games. We play each other all the time. I feel like, um, yeah, it's going to be a nice, consistent kind of feel. We'll be steady. That's what we want to be. Steady and have chances. I think we will.
2: It's gonna be your first World Cup being actually playing. How exciting is that for you? Oh yeah.
0: Oh, stoked, bro. It's like my number one dream since I played, bro. Uh, the Ali Pally's there, bro, but to put it on the black shirt and have it crack. That's cool. And then playing with Wazza, mate. You know, so. Oh, man, I can just play me and let Wazza do Wazza bro. So I'm stoked. I saw the PDC picked up your words where you said you're playing with the Go... Oh,
2: the Phil Taylor, sorry. (laughs) Oh, yeah. On our radio show, yeah? yeah. On the
0: radio radio show? show? Yeah. Oh, 100%, bro. Oh, everyone knows that. Yeah, just gives you so much confidence knowing that the guy next to you is just so capable, so steady, and I could just do me. And now uh, Warren, this is gonna be your fifth or your
2: sixth World Cup, isn't it? Fourth. Fourth? Fourth. Oh I've got back Fourth, different four, four, four different players. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I lost count, because you've had so many different teammates every time, you know, but what's this, what's it gonna be like playing with Ben this time?
3: Well, we've never played together, but I'm looking I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to it. This fella's magic. He's there. Yeah. He's, he's my idol. <laughs> oh, you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> so you have got, got Ben calling on the Phil
2: Taylor and Dancer, so you got Lauren Play on his idol. Jeez. Benny uh, Benny's oh, ben Benny's top
0: player. Very top yeah. Yeah, I think and we vibe well, that's the best part, yeah. is that I'm so used to always trying to be better than because you know he's the he's the pinnacle, he's the level. And this time around it's it's whatever he does, it's what I'm doing, you know? It's, I'm not trying to be better than Warren Perry. We're a collective, and it's about doing it together. And I feel like well, that's what I feel like we understand each other, and I feel like it's going to show when we play. What do you know
2: about who you're playing, or you think it's a winnable match-up for you guys? Nothing. I haven't looked at
0: <laughs> nothing. Yeah. One thing I know is there's no PDC recognised players on their team, uh, and that's about it really. Um, yeah it's there for the, the opportunities there if we play our game well, we'll walk away with it but we need to play our game and then it's
2: going to be kind of your first time doing this type kind of pairs format yeah in terms of on the on the tv is that going to be a bit different
0: for you yeah i'm so glad i we had the Canterbury Open last week i played with john and it was such a different feeling peers uh I've, I've always trying to be the best player on on the board and that's why I was trying to say, it's not, a, it's not about me, it's the collective. And I'm glad I played that last week just to kind of remember what Piers is about. It's not about what you do, it's what you guys do as a team. And yeah, I'm glad I played last week at the, at the Canterbury Open Piers with John. We won that. And yeah, yeah. I, I'm not afraid at the moment. Well, uh,
3: since, since he smashed me last week in the singles... I said, you're captain. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, 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 so Warren, you're going to be captain for the team? No, no, no. Ben, Vin, Ben's Vin, captain. No. Oh, I thought you we were. Like, yeah, okay. no, no, no. He's a mess. He's a Me. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, as you're saying, your fourth World Cup. Yeah. How is your experience going to help? The team get, get through. Is, is a, your experience going to help guide Ben at all? Considering you have had played this kind of format before, been on this kind of played in this t- tournament before. Ben's
3: been up on this stage before. he knows what he's doing. What he... Yeah, but Piers he's never played Piers on stage, so yeah. it's going it to be experience for him. But yeah, we'll work. Good as a good group, we'll, we'll work really good as a group. I yeah. Got a real good feeling.
2: Well, it's good you guys got that positivity there, and I guess you guys haven't been on TV is in a while, in a while either. So it's going to be a bit of a different experience for you guys.
0: Oh, you, I had Ali Pali. Like? I had Ali Pali and, and, and just yeah. six, six months ago. <laughs> six months ago. Uh, the World Series not being around has made, uh, has affected every New Zealand dart uh, but he's been there. What a thousand times someone was. He's the only guy in the world that has a 100% record against Michael Van Gerwen. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, it's confidence, mate. That's all it is. The game's about confidence, and we both we both have it, so it's uh, good. Well, when we get Van Gerwen on, we're definitely going to bring that
3: up. <laughs> <in the air. laughs> like, like, while yeah. And we'll get, and we'll
0: get yeah. Walter on the phone too to see what. <laughs> <other>. <laughs>
2: Well, wow, I like how I call you out, mate. We'll leave him out there. And uh, as we said, we're at the Papakura Cosy Club. We've got 51 players here today.
0: Yeah.
2: Good turnout for our first kind of event oh. back in a while.
0: Yeah. yeah. And a quality field. Hey? Yeah. yeah.
2: And I guess the kind of one thing I wanted to know is... I kind of look at the Darts New Zealand and, guys, have. it's been like the alley-pally as you said you were there. There hasn't been a lot of TV kind of events for you guys. I know, Warren, you... One, there was a Super Series event, was it 2015? that was 2014. 2014. getting my yeah, years back. Yeah. Terrible, terrible, I'm sorry guys. Uh, which was it played on TV, it was at Sky City. Do you think New Zealand kind of has that cap- capability or the, the high level of dart players to do something like that again?
3: They have, they have. Definitely have. Uh, just get the television on board and, and someone to run at the tournament where you get the top eight players in New Zealand. To the play. top eight players are quality. Oh, honestly quality,
0: yeah. I feel like I played the DPA in the Australian scene and no no, no, like against the Australian boys but I feel like we have more elite capable players and there's a lot of them and they just need an opportunity that's what it comes down to and do you think uh, uh, doing an event
2: like that would actually help increase that skill or could help oh, with yeah. like the nerves on tv yeah. and things like that because
0: it's such a different
2: feeling yeah
0: oh yeah
3: we got a big we've got a big one coming up in the Cargill uh the ILT, ILT. running and, and uh the top eight players in New Zealand, plus eight more isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I think me and Ben got the raw deal of it because <laughs> the, we played the two qualifiers, there's Hope I and John Hurried haven't qualified yet, so. Yeah, and they will probably be
0: there. <laughs> so it's so a we might get
3: to play them first up, both of them. So. Yeah,
0: but like, the more we have of those type of events, the, yeah. better, well, the better showing we'll have when the World Series comes around. Yeah. And? Make me feel old. I got told the youngest one here was 13. That's competing here today. That's Ihako's 13. Lionel, how old are you? I'm 12, 13. 12. Oh, 12, there you go. Oh, geez, what I'll do you there. mean 12, 13? You can't say two names. <laughs> 12, and hits here. Oh, he's 12. Lionel's 12. So the lowest yeah. is 12. Oh, I'm getting all my numbers wrong. This oh, let's get a look this. Oh. He's about to hit a 180. Oh! oh. That uh, was a 180 course, floor. Of course, this being
2: radio, you can't see that. Wow, yeah, that's hey. the floor. Way to go, Lionel. Oh, jeez, but I'm 26 and I'm not even playing on this. In fact, the 12-year-old's playing. I, <laughs> oh, I, I need to hit that practice board. But uh, Ben and Warren, thank you very much for your time and uh, all the best in Germany. And we can't wait to hear how it all goes.
0: Cheers, Benny. Thanks, bro.
2: That's right. 12 years old playing against the best players in New Zealand. It was the, the young guy there. He was doing a bit of a practicing and he had 180 on the floor. That is absolutely horrible. I would not. I would be pretty upset if that was me. But uh, I would just want to say as well, thanks to everyone that came up to myself uh, when I made my appearance there on the weekend, and lots of positive feedback about the show. So great talking to all you guys, and it was great hearing from Ben and Warren there too. If you would like to leave Ben and Warren a message ahead of the World Cup, text it through double eight double three, and I'll pass those on to the crew who are on their way to Germany for the World Cup of Darts, which is a It's a different tournament. As we touched on there, the first round is pairs and it's uh, first to five. So there's not a lot of room for error there and New Zealand have been drawn against Switzerland in the first round. If they win that, they'll play Northern Ireland or Gibraltar in the next round and then how that works, it's first to five singles. If it's split after the singles, then you play a doubles match to determine the winner. And... The doubles format can really th- throw up a few different surprises. As I say, got a message for the boys. Text it through double eight, double three, and we'll pass that on. And in case you're wondering, New Zealand should be in action just before 6 a.m. on Friday morning. Uh, New Zealand time, the World Cup of Darts being broadcast live on Sky Sport. And coming up after the break here on at the another man who will be competing at the World Cup of Darts. It's the African warrior, Devin Peterson. <laughs>
4: and gentlemen a nine-time world cup representative taking part in his ninth world championship time to meet the afro
2: You're on at the Yockey here on SENZ, Ben Francis flying solo tonight. As I said, my usual co-host, Big Rig, Ben Rob, on the way to Germany for the World Cup of Darts. This show is brought to you by the Dart Depot. The Dart Depot, it's all about the darts. And joining us now is a man I enjoy talking to. He is a very, very popular man over in the UK and in his hometown uh, in Cape Town in South Africa. It's Devin Peterson, the African warrior. Devin, how are you, mate?
1: Really good, my man. Uh, thanks for giving me a call, and I'm glad to be joining you on this new kind of slot.
2: Yeah, so we launched a fortnightly dart show on SCNZ called At The oki which you can listen to all around the world and hear all things darts. It's fantastic, and it's also awesome to have you on the show, mate. It's really good getting you on.
1: Yeah, I think it's... I don't think I've ever heard of a show dedicated to darts on the radio. And obviously it's it's big over here with uh, with the broadcasting of the major events. And I think that podcasts obviously taken kind of a move to to come to radio and, and what better way to kind of send out the message or, or just chat darts while it's been on radio. It's fantastic and great, great initiative as well.
2: The one thing I love asking people when they come on the show is, "Did you ever think you'd be doing an interview on a dart show on New Zealand radio?"
1: Never, ever. The, the crazy thing is, is like I've I've always been, um, always had aspirations of of massive glory and and still do, and, and always obviously striving for the best. But a dart show on the radio, like I, I grew up listening to radio as well in in Cape Town in South Africa, and it's always just tunes and and you know like. You don't really kind of tune in for to listen to somebody about that. So, yeah, I think, I mean, you guys are breaking new ground and it's fantastic. Hopefully, it follows suit globally.
2: Oh, yeah, it's been great and we've had lots of positive feedback, which is awesome. But moving on, mate, of course. You have a couple of connections to New Zealand, but the biggest one is with Shot Darts. Earlier this year, you signed uh, with them to manufacture your darts. For those that don't know, uh, Shot Darts is based in Kātikati in New Zealand. How have you found the move so far?
1: It's it's definitely um, a match made in heaven. I mean, the way in which Shot does everything, everything as a story has a has a kind of unique design, and, and just the way in which they've 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 kind of managed everything all my requests has just been no problem so you kind of you kind of look at 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 the company like shot and probably their their footprint in the UK isn't as big as it is globally and and I think that now they're just making obviously impact with with signing me and, and and potentially future but future players but I think I think shot is is probably one of these these one in a lifetime kind of companies. I mean, they've come on board and, and supported me in the Devin Peterson Darts Academy as well, um, in a big way by giving underprivileged kids an opportunity to participate in in, um, in in the sport in a massive way. And I'll always be grateful for that. And yeah, I think that shot has um, will be showing my my career to the next to the next stage.
2: How have the darts been recepted in the UK and with? your academy in South Africa as well.
1: Massive. I mean, like everybody just looks and marvels at the design. Like I've I've had some some messages inboxes from different manufacturers saying that it's such a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? And you look at you look at the the dots itself, like the greatness, the courage and the wisdom. All of them have a story to tell which is which is unique to shot. So yeah, I think I think the 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 way in which the darts look it, it kind of makes people um, take the time out to kind of admire and marvel at the, the the manufacturing and and I'm gonna say architecture because simply it seems as though it's it's or art if you must call it that so a dartistry if you must but yeah it's 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 fantastic and I think globally as well it it just kind of makes people more aware of of shot I think and with with the dart that they've they've launched I mean it's, it's gone really well but in South Africa as well like I know that there's two major um, major retailers that stock shop darts as well. So that's been great. And I think that it's, 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 it's progress, uh, global progress, and, and in a kind of race to get some global domination in the, in the darting world. So it's, it's really a match made in heaven, and I couldn't ask for a better company to sign up.
2: I must say, for anybody who hasn't seen Devon's new darts, please take my word for it and go check them out. They look incredible, and they throw amazing. I cannot emphasize that enough. Shot gave me my own set before they were released to the public, and I love them so much. They're my favorite set I've ever used, and I've actually noticed my darts game improved since using them it's still not amazing though i will admit <laughs> but i'm getting there and i think lots of it is to do with your darts so thanks Devin, for playing your part in creating this fantastic design but mate i just wanted to ask you how you have you found your year go so far since signing with shot i know you had to keep it under a wraps for a while and you're finally out there using the new darts how do you think your game's going
1: the the season hasn't quite exploded like i wanted to explode but I also know that there's been a lot of progress with regards to things that I've put in my game. And I've had probably two and a half, three weeks off from the darts competing. And it's given me an opportunity to kind of just fine tune and hone in some areas that I wanted to. And I feel like just setting up now, it's it's completely different to what I was doing three months ago. Um, and, I, and I say different, it's, it's in the field. The throw is still the same, but the feel is different. Like there's more confidence, I understand the balance of the dart, um, I trust the equipment, and, and which is a big thing because when you're moving from from to different brands, uh, even though it's still a dart that's made out of tungsten, you just it, it, it's almost like you have to warm up to it in a sense, and the balance point in the dart, and just trusting that it's going to go in the in the right direction or accurately. Uh, In the right direction. So, yeah, I think I think now where where my season, it almost feels as though my season starts now because I've had uh, almost virtually six months with the dots and was shot. and, And it's been it's been a absolute if I if I think it's actually not six, it's actually three months. And I think that the three months that I have been playing with with the dots itself, it's it's now to a point where it's it's now my dot. You know what I mean? Like when, when you change darts, you, you kind of feel like you need to just almost throw it in a new sense and just kind of your hands need to get adjusted to it. And, and just the, the torpedo shape battle um, with a uh, with light touch, get up, it's, it's, it's a different feel, but the balance point is, is what was the, the major point for me. And, and I'm now at the point where I feel like second half of the, of the, of the, of the year is kind of going to be where I explode.
2: And coming up later this week, you have the World Cup of Darts in Frankfurt, Germany. You're going to be the main man representing South Africa with your teammate Stefan Vermark. How excited are you for this event?
1: The World Cup is always different, though. I mean, it it, it it's the one tournament where you actually represent your country instead of yourself, in a sense, and also partnering up with another. Uh, South African, knowing they come from an amateur background, some exactly similar kind of background to me, like starting as an amateur, coming over and then kind of performing on the, on one of the world's grandest stage. So yeah, it's just an opportunity to give somebody an op- like another opportunity to perform as well on the stage alongside you, because the stage can be daunting if you play it alone. Um, and I think that the world the World Cup of Darts brings brings um, teammates in which which changes the way in which the landscape of the sport is looked at because everything is 501 and it's um it's singles it's individuals on 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 the stage but this time around i mean obviously the world cup has a different feel and and yeah it, it you can see the emotion is slightly different though i mean when players are playing and they put on that shirt that has their country flag on and not their they kind of their normal um uh, yeah, if you must call it that, but yeah, I think it's the World Cup is always have a, have a, a great position in, in 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 my career, and it's one of the areas that I've excelled in as well as as the only professional coming from South Africa playing uh, with an amateur. So we always kind of. I'm not going to say dark horses, but we always up against it, literally, because you have two professionals playing against amateur and professional. But our, our boys are, are talented back home, and everybody that comes across is is as good as as a lot of the, the touring professionals. So, yeah, it's different for Mark. He's an 18 year old kid, but with a future in darts that I, I definitely can see that he'll he'll definitely become a pro if he continues this progression. But this will be a, a big test and a big chance to prove himself as well
2: he would definitely benefit from playing alongside you on that big stage.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And, and you've, I've seen it like happen with loads of players. Like you had the likes of Glenn Fulby, you had uh, uh, Carl Gabriel, Liam O'Brien, Vernon uh, Bowers, all of these players that, that's come, Sean Hogan, Deion Oliver, these players that come from an amateur background and, and playing, it's, it's a difference. So I almost take the role as the captain but also the coach whilst we playing together. So back in South Africa we still play pairs a lot like a lot of the local or amateur games is still set sort of around it um or kind of we still participate in a pairs game and triples and so on. So they know it's not unfamiliar territory to them. Whereas for us as professionals, it's very unfamiliar territory. So I still have the memories of of playing pairs and, and what it's like. So when we both on stage, I'm, I'm kind of assuming that as a coach as well. So just kind of distracting them from the massive crowd that we have shouting behind us and just keeping them in the focus and in the bubble so that they can perform well. Because the one thing that can consume you is the crowd. And once the crowd consumes you, it's very tough to kind of shake that out. So, yeah, I'll, I'm hoping that... Um, he he comes out and and kind of impresses the world and shows exactly the the potential and future that he has in the sport.
2: You guys have been drawn against Sweden in the first round. How do you like your chances in that match?
1: Yeah, I think Sweden. I mean, could have been could have been worse draws, uh, but yeah, I think Sweden uh, tough competitors, but surely one that we will be eyeing up and and wanting to win. And I think that we are capable. We've beaten them before. Uh, I've played them. We've played them in the in the first round before. So. Yeah, and Daniel Larson is the, and it was Magnus Karras at that time. And I think Daniel Larson uh, represents them again. I can't remember who the second player is. But I think that myself and Stefan would definitely be licking our lips for that and give it the best, the best that we have.
2: What are your goals for the rest of the year? You know, Things are starting to really ramp up in the darting world. Have you got your eyes set on the world match play? You know, Where are you looking at?
1: My number one goal is to win the worlds it's always to win the worlds everything else is is a bonus I just want I just want qualify if I do qualify for the for the major events um, and then get the head right but I think at this point in time players championships and Europeans are the main focus uh, it's it's the events that it's where you you get your hands dirty and, and you kind of need to kind of battle and everybody's fighting for the single bone, if you must call it that. So, yeah, I think Players' Championships, now that my throw is is, is loads better, I want to start getting those runs in those deep runs in the Players' Championships. And, and that's where you kind of get the confidence. And when you get the confidence, when you're playing on the Euro tours, two three games, then you find yourself in the, um, in the Sunday in the quarterfinals. And that's that's where you kind of boost up the ranking. So, yeah, if I if I were to put an ultimate goal, is to win the worlds. Um, everything else is is kind of just puzzle pieces towards the
2: that. It's great you have that ambition, and there is no doubt you will be pushing for the world title, especially with those darts you have.
1: I think having the correct tools and tools that you are confident with um, is half the battle. One, the other part is just having the confidence in your throw, and and obviously with uh, with my throw, obviously going through a transformation again. I've now got to a point where I've mapped out every single area of my throw so I can repeat it consistently. And if there's a slight little movement away from it, my uh, coaches back home and and throw um, analysts can tell me exactly what I'm doing wrong because we've mapped it all completely out. So the big thing is, is it's never the equipment that comes into question because the equipment is perfect, which is a great kind kind of stepping stone or platform to have. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I want to do I want to do it justice and obviously win the world for for my country and my continent, and then also for for shot. I mean, it's it's darts that they've given me or designed for me, and and I feel that shot should have a world champ in their in their kind of in their stable.
2: You talk about your throwing coach, and I know there is a man based here in New Zealand by the name of Brevis Herbert, who has given you a helping hand along the way in the world of darts.
1: Yeah. So yeah, Brevis is is one of the bigger um, South African names. I mean, you na- you say his name and, and people know of the legend of Bre- Brevis. I mean, he was one of the, the 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 kind of flag bearers for flamboyancy and just exhibition style darts, and really a fantastic player as well. Uh, back in South Africa, when I started my career, he was uh, we were teammates for a few co- tournaments and. He said that, uh, he told me at that time that I will become big in this game um, if I take, if I stop smiling and I just want to drop everybody's head off. And I took his advice um, and we have spoken a few times and I know that he still competes in, in New Zealand and I'm sure that he's uh, he's kicking ass there. Just his, his character as well, he's always got a smile on his face and a guy that loves the game as much as we do um, and, and and I'm sure that what he's doing over there in New Zealand and, and competing, and he's just giving you South African flavor. But yeah, Brevis Herbert, is a legend in South Africa and a real gentleman and a great friend.
2: I hate to admit this, but the guy has beaten me twice. He's two from two against me, so he must be doing something right. And uh, anyways, Devin, there is a big South African contingent here in New Zealand. Have you got a message for your fans in this part of the world?
1: Um, I just want to say thanks for all the support, all the South Africans, and even the New Zealanders as well. I, I do like the culture, but yeah, for the South Africans, um, yeah, do it.
2: Devin, thank you so much for your time. All the best for the rest of the year and the World Cup, except of course, if you happen to face New Zealand, of course.
1: Cheers, buddy. I appreciate it. I'll catch you soon, yeah?
2: Love talking to Devin Peterson there. He's one of the good guys in the world of darts and he's always got some great things to say. Uh, we are 27 away from nine here on At The Yockey on SENZ. Keep your texts coming through for your good luck messages to Ben Rob and Warren Parry who are on their way to Germany to represent New Zealand at the World Cup of Darts. We'll get to those very soon. But coming up after the break, I talk to Colin Jaws-Lloyd about the Premier League finals which get underway tomorrow, New Zealand time. <laughs> You're on at the Yockey here on SENZ. This show is brought to you by the Dart Depot. The Dart Depot, it is all about the darts. Now, tomorrow morning, New Zealand time, the Premier League playoffs get underway with Joe Cullen, James Wade, Michael Van Gerwen, and the defending champion, Johnny Clayton, all competing for the lucrative prize to be Premier League champion. And joining me to preview the action is a man who played in the Premier League inaugural season. He actually lost to Phil Taylor in that final is Colin Jaws Lloyd. Colin, how are
4: you? Oh, very good. Thanks, Ben. Listen, thanks very much for having me again, Power. And listen, hasn't the Premier League been fantastic? Who could believe that sort of like we've come this far into the year and we're now down to semi-finals and finals night? And what a cracking night I think it's going to be, mate.
2: Yeah, so that was the. It's where I was going to lead to first. You know, expecting a cracking night, do you think the four semi finalists there we touched on are they the worthy ones? Do you, do you believe
4: the surprise one for me because he, he dips in and out of form quite a bit with James Wade? But, um, you know, every time I see James, he does keep telling me, you know, he's won nine or ten TV events and uh, he's the third most successful player in the PDC history. So I, I should have known better, really. But MVG's um, been a little bit hit and miss, but um, he got there in the end. A surprise one really was Joe Cullen. You know, he, he was making his debut and there was sort of like, there was flashes of good stuff, but then it just all come together for him towards the end. And, and uh, the penultimate night was, it worked out great, was going to be between him and Peter Wright. And he got the better of Peter Wright and he went through. So, and well, there's nothing you can't say about Johnny Clayton. Johnny Clayton has been, absolutely superb I, I personally think Ben that Johnny Clayton has been the best star player in the world for about the last year to 18 months I know he didn't win the world championships I know right he won that and whatever and people say Gezi Price and whatever but for me for consistency and the titles he's won is Johnny Clayton and, and I personally think he's going to be the man to beat
2: yeah I, I 100% agree and the one thing which has really amazed me with Johnny Clayton is his kind of finishing in that sort of one twenty to kind of one forty range. If, he, if you know if he if, yeah. if he's on one two one, you almost know he's going to take it out because literally every kind of ton plus finish you see him hit, it seems to be a one two
4: one. Yourself, you're a darts fan, and all your listeners that are darts fans, you know, have a look at Johnny Clayton when when he's up on that stage. He just he's, he's as calm as anything. He doesn't get flustered. He doesn't shake his head. He just gets on with the job in hand and he doesn't panic. So when it comes to those shots, when it comes to those crucial shots, where he hasn't panicked, he's so capable of taking those shots out and he knows how much they hurt his opponent. And the amount of times an opponent, there'll be a wry little grin or there'll be a little shake of the head as if to say he's done it again. And that's what, that's his forte. That's his forte. And that's what people know he's capable of doing. And that's why it puts the pressure on his opponent then because they know they need to clean up the leg because he's more than capable of stepping in behind them and like you said, taking out the 120s to 140s and those shots really, really hurt. As as, as a former top player myself, mate, and and being on the end of Phil Taylor week in, week out, believe you me, them shots really, really hurt and then you put so much pressure on yourself because like I just said, you get to a point and you think to yourself, I've got to take this, I've got to take this out, but don't take it out I might not get another shot. So, yeah, Johnny Clayton, for me, he's um, very, very, very dangerous. And if I can just say it as well, Ben, I I think he's got MBG in his pocket. He just doesn't get flustered against MBG, and and Michael seems to get frustrated against him because he takes out those shots.
2: Yeah, exactly. And just having a quick look at some of the the stats here, you know, Johnny Clayton, he's played more games than anyone. He's got 24 wins. He won 183 legs. This is, of course, across the 16 nights. Had a... 93 180s and 255 140 pluses, which is it's nearly about nearly 50 more than the next highest, which was Peter Wright. You know, when when he kind of gets that first start in, uh, you in that that treble 20, it's almost you don't almost don't see him missing it.
4: Do you know what, mate? This is the thing, this goes back to the question uh, uh, and what we were speaking about just now. When someone is scoring that heavy, it's bad enough as an opponent to be watching that going on. But when you're taking out those shots as well, with that heavy scoring power, you know, we talk about scoring power, it helps because it, it gives you chances within a leg if you're scoring heavy. Um, and the way he finishes as well, what chance have you got, mate? You know, you, you haven't really got much of a chance. But, you know, I, I chat with Johnny down at the 0-2 when they were in London. And, you know, I just said to him, he said, hey, how are you doing, mate? The, you know, the, the nice thing about it, he's been, even though I'm not around on the circuit anymore, the, the guys are so respectful towards me, you know, and I said, listen, mate, it's all about you. You're, you're the man at the minute. You are really the man. He goes, and he's so, so humble. He's a, he's a typical humble Welshman. And he says, oh, I, you know, I said, listen, mate, I said, you are absolutely devastating. You are devastating. And I, I don't say that lightly, Ben. I, I don't, I don't blow smoke up people's backside unless it's deserved. And he totally deserves it. And those stats there are just formidable because we know Peter Wright's a heavy hitter. And for Johnny Clayton to beat him by by 50 shots, for 140-plus shots, is it, it, just phenomenal.
2: I think we would both agree uh, Johnny Clayton will probably get up over Joe Cullen in his semifinal. I, I'm pretty yeah, More comfortable to say that. What about the other one? Michael Van Guren against James Wade.
4: MVG James Wade. Uh, again, uh, over the weekend, they've been playing the World Series event in Copenhagen. James dismantled MVG. Um, he beat him 8-4. Uh, 8-2 or 8-4, I think it was. James doesn't fear anyone. And I think... Uh, I mean, I don't know. Michael is 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 the ultimate professional. Um, but I think he, he might have one eye... Now, Ben, on getting this little operation on his carpal tunnel on his elbow sorted out. So I don't know. For me, I think Wade, he he gets a little bit aggravated that people don't seem to give him the respect that he deserves. But we all know what Michael's capable of doing. He can go up there and just absolutely explode into life. But um, I'm going to put it on you. Who do you think is going to get through that one, Ben?
2: Oh. It's it's a tricky one because I was actually going to ask you afterwards, like how much do you think this injury is kind of going to affect Michael Van Gerwen uh, down the line because he's yeah. missing out on the World Cup. Uh, he's hoping to be back by the match play, but then I'm even wondering whether he will pull out of the World Series down here later in the year. But I yeah. I, I would lean towards Van Gerwen, uh, despite yeah. what what's going on. But he he, I, he to me I think he will edge it and it, he'll face Johnny Clayton in the final.
4: Yeah, do you know well, I was just about to say? I, I think he will possibly possibly edge James Wade, but um, I, I hope he realises uh, Ben. I, I had a um, I, I had a uh, thing called trigger finger. Fortunately enough, it wasn't on my on my throwing hand. Um, I just kept waking up in the morning, and my, my finger was locked, pressed into like the palm of my hand, and I had to. It, it's a similar thing to carpal tunnel, but it's something that. Um, It's aggravating and it's annoying. It's painful. And I dread to think what Michael's going through. Because Michael's got that throwing action where he really snaps his arm, his elbow, um, I really do wish him all the best. But I'm I'm like you, mate. I'm a a little bit nervy about, um, you know, because your body's been invaded, mate. Whatever happens, they're they're cutting into you, you, and they're going to have a little tidy up and a bit of a clear up. And that's all all well and good but your, your, your body's still being invaded and um, I just hope he does all the physio properly and hopefully like you say you, you guys get to see him down in, in New Zealand and in Australia and wherever but he, he's got to do everything right but like I said I, I think he's got one eye on that because I don't think he's been the right sort of person it's, it's been going on for a long while now and um, I just think he wants it sorted and out of the way but don't don't rush it and if you rush it, that's when things can go really faulty. And hopefully, um, hopefully everything works out for VG. Yeah,
2: totally. And of course, you know he's kind of only he's really kind of hit his straps again. You know he's kind of switched the darts manufacturer, and he got it was a bit of a rough kind of start to that kind of period. We've kind of seen him kind of get back to that form, and then he's kind of had this. But we, I guess, we both think he'll make that final against Johnny Clayton. I, I guess based yeah. on what we said, I think it's Clayton's to lose, isn't it?
4: I think you're totally right, mate. I, I just think Johnny's been, and he has become, so, he's Mr. Consistent. Um, you, think that, um, you think that he's down and out, and all of a sudden he just puts together three, four, five legs. The purple patches, we call it. Three, four, five legs, and he's totally back in the match. And the thing about it is, it doesn't matter what anyone says. It's all it's all just words anyway. When when people come up I'm the best player in the world and people know when I'm on my game, when I'm when I do this. But yeah, well when I, when I, yeah, well you've got to do it. And the thing about Johnny Clayton is he doesn't say any of that. He just goes up and does it. And um he's like a he's like a little pit bull. He just gets up there and he latches on and he won't let go. And you have to beat him. Absolutely beat him to to, to get him off of you. And I just think um his mindset at the moment, the way he plays. And I'm going to say it as well, Ben, I think, he's in, I think he's in the head of a few players because they know exactly what he's capable of. He's a lovely fella, absolutely lovely fella, but he's all out attack when he gets up on that hockey and on that stage. Yeah, I, I, I can see Johnny Clayton defending his Premier League title.
2: Yeah, I'm in the same camp. It'll be very great to see, see all four of those guys in action. And thank you so much for your time today. eh? And uh, all the best and uh, talk soon.
4: And anytime, mate. Thanks very much,
2: bud. Colin Lloyd, the former world number one, joining us here on At The Oki. At The Oki, brought to you by the Darts Depot. It's all about the darts. And there will be an extended version of that interview available on the At The Oki uh, podcast page. So keep your ears tuned out for that one. But after the break, we get to your text messages wishing Ben, Rob, and Warren Perry best of luck. If you want to send in your messages, text us through on 8833. the masterpiece. You should be you to at the oki here on SCNZ, proudly brought to you by the Darts Depot. The Dart Depot is proud to be partnering with SCNZ to bring you the very best in darts. Uh, throughout the show, I've been asking you to text through on 8883 your good luck messages to our World Cup team of Ben Robb and Warren Parry, who are currently on their way to Germany to represent New Zealand. We've had a few in here. Partner and I want to wish Ben and Waza all the best at the World Cup of Darts. Go on and give it heaps. That one there is from Simon Allison in Foxton. Thanks for listening in, guys. And we've also had one from Dave. Hi, Ben. I'm only a garage darts pro, but enjoy your show. Thanks, mate. No matter how good or bad you are at darts, we appreciate everyone listening in and everyone has got their own sort of level with darts. Best of luck to Ben and Warren in, in Holland. Give them a taste of kiwi. Cheers, Dave. We really appreciate your text. And another one here. Up the kiwis. Big rig to hit a 170. He's hit one of the World Champs in his debut World uh, PDC World Champs debut. Can he do one at his uh, debut World Cup of Darts? But uh, that's pretty much all from us now. Thanks for listening in. If you do want to hit up the TAB for some odds on the World Cup of Darts, New Zealand are $1.62 favourites against Switzerland on Friday morning. That one will take place around, well, I will say just before 6 o'clock New Zealand time. Uh, Johnny Clayton, also the favourite to take out the Premier League at the TAB. He's paying $1.40 to win his uh, semi-final against Joe Cullen. But we'll be back in a fortnight. Whether the big rig is here or not, I'm not sure. But we'll put something together for you and up the darts. We're going to cross now to our pre-game cricket show for the Black Caps England match. Uh, England will start the day at 473 for five. Black Caps will be hoping to at least get a draw in that match. Thanks for listening. You're on SCNZ.